The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And on this Monday after Super Bowl Sunday, I've got four words for you hmm. to kick off mix shots. Those four words? In Spags, we trust. There we go. <laughs> Very good. We love that. Yes, welcome to a post-Super Bowl edition of Mix Shots featuring Mickey Spagnola. The long-lost cousin <laughs> of the Kansas City Chiefs defensive coordinator. They're still coordinator. trying to find each other. He's still lost. See, we, we always knew that, right? Mm-hmm. In Spags, we trust. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant we always knew that the, the, the defense was going to play well for Kansas City. I didn't know about all of that. How's everybody doing? Let's check the microphones here. Everson, how are you doing? Check, check. One, two, check. Savannah, how are you doing? Oh, we're great, Bill. That sounds great. How about Mickey? How are you doing? We got to make it. There he goes. There he goes. There he goes. Jeez. In Spags, we trust. That's right. Yes, except when it comes to his head. (laughs) (laughs) Here I set you up, and I couldn't hear you. You got to be here to to check everything first, right? All right. What do y'all think? Ursher. Amazing. <laughs> Crazy game. Crazy game. Um, I think we learned that uh, defense matters. It does. It does. Yes. Does defense win championships, Spags? It did in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mickey has long been a proponent of scoring points <laughs> wins championships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they scored more points. You're right. And it took overtime, it right? It did. Did everybody know the overtime rule? I did. I did. We in the family, we were going over it, okay, making sure we. Yeah. I don't know that in a. It was CBS, so I'm sure that they did a great job of explaining it. And I know they went over it at the beginning. I don't know that they went over it enough. Uh, I don't know. Well, they, they went over it with the teams. They, they left said the off, teams didn't even know. No, San Francisco didn't know. Some of their players had the players no idea. Didn't know. But how? How do you? How do you allow that? Like, shouldn't that be it's, a known? Chris Jones communication. said that for two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl that they talked about it daily mm-hmm. with the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, Mahomes said to the point, "I was tired of hearing it." Mm-hmm. And they talked. They about changed it the rules the on game. overtime last year, right? But, but they changed the rules because of the Kansas City game, yeah, that's right. right? And so, it, so it Kansas City, Kansas City. Kansas City. No, yeah. right. Now, what they didn't explain, though, and I I had to remind myself is if it had been tied after the first overtime. two possessions oh, okay. in overtime, okay. like each got their team mm-hmm. and they each kicked a field goal, then it's sudden death. Yeah, they never pointed that out. Uh, on the broadcast, that that was part of it. What else would it be? Well, the, we get each get another possession. Oh, I mean, it never no. dawned on me that it would be That's a continuous. They, they would think that they would get like a double possession. Yeah. 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 Or, or keep on going. go on endlessly where I was, each team trades possessions. Especially since the, the overtime period to me was going to expire. Yeah, if that would have expired, then yeah, that's but you just keep playing. Yeah. Chris yeah. Beam, our producer supreme, wants to chime in. Hello, I was listening. Chris, how are you? On Good. This how are you doing? I'm doing really well because I was kind of interested about the overtime rules too and uh on the way home i was listening to the uh radio and they had um the fox analyst uh the guy that no Greg Olson? no the no the catch no catch guy um uh, the uh, former official the okay the, what was it mike or something no no no, no. no whatever the, the, the fox I, guy whatever. yeah i know who you're talking about yeah. yeah so he said that they weren't worried about the clock because it was like that was the first quarter of overtime they would just moved to the other end right Right. So, I mean, it was like, because it was three seconds left, right, when they took that last snap? Actually, they, yeah. Yeah, it finished at three seconds. Yeah, left. so yeah. It, was like, it was like 10 seconds left. So that's yeah. why that's why they were not worried about, because the, the game was not, the it wasn't going to end right, right. there. Right, and, so. and, and you know what Maurice Jones drew on NFL Network afterward was asking Mahomes, well, golly, you ran the clock down to three seconds. Were you worried? And it's like, well, no. Because <laughs> we're just going to go to the other he end, buddy. He didn't realize. Well, 
there was a it was a like a split second difference between the play clock right. and the game clock and it and I believe the play clock was behind it. They had to run a play. They weren't going to be a, right. They, they couldn't mm-hmm. because they would have taken that option probably. They and I have. think Romo pointed that out yeah. that there was you know need no need to yeah. worry. You would have just changed it. Right. But what I'm saying is. You had to run a play because there was a difference between the play clock and the game clock, just a split-second difference there. So if we go into the overtime, we we use up all of overtime, right? And it's Mm -hmm. still tied. So then that's sudden death, right? Yes. Right. 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 And you know what? Chris Jones said, I I was reading an interview with him. My cousin Chris Jones? Yes. Yes. Um, A lot of cousins in this game, right? Uh, I didn't see any Hugh Molers, though. I'm sorry. No, we didn't have anybody there. Sorry, guys. That'd be a kicker. Next year. Uh, He said that had had, um, San Francisco scored a touchdown, and then if we had come down and scored a touchdown, we had already talked about going for two to end the game. Hmm. How about that? Now yeah, that would have taken that's a some. Tough one. That would have taken some that's big ones. That's a tough one. I right? don't know about that. One. Yeah. <laughs> now it's one thing to talk about. <laughs> I feel like hey, they could have maybe got that done if that was the case. <laughs> I, I think about it I can real see, hard. I can but see, if you, you know, were, if you're San Francisco though, and, that, and that's even more of a reason. It. Yeah. That's even more of a reason why, and and you have to. If you have the option, you have to have the ball last with these new yes, rules. Yes. Now, in the old overtime rules, if you can score a touchdown, you can end the game. Yeah, take the ball first. Yes, okay. Yes. But these rules, it's like baseball. Baseball, the home team has an advantage because they bat last. And so you want to bat last in this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in, the, in that case with San Francisco, since Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback on the other side, uh, I'd take the ball second score my touchdown, and I would seriously consider going for two because I don't want Patrick Mahomes to have the football That's now. That's the difference right there. Right. Depends on the quarterback. Right. Well, depends on, to me, only one quarterback, and it right. is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Well, but still, why did they take the ball? They won the toss. He said San because Francisco. he wanted the ball third. He said he wanted he who, wanted who the, said? the, the okay. Kyle Shanahan oh, it was tied after Kyle Shanahan said oh, he wanted okay. the ball third, uh, he wanted it when it get, went to sudden death, mm-hmm. and that's why he took the ball first. So interesting. But see, what happens though is if you if you take the ball second, then you got four downs, right? Mm-hmm. You can go. You got to go for it, right? Yeah. When when you you take it first, you're not going to gamble on fourth down. You're going to kick the field goal. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, right? Y- you want to know what you got to do. I'm sure he knew because <laughs> because you can't in that situation. San Francisco's down there. Yes, they could have gone for the for the first down and not kick the field goal if they wanted to because Patrick right. Mahomes is on the other mm-hmm. side. But if you don't make it, now all they need is to drive half the field on you and kick a field goal and win the game. With so a I could who just see just made a Super Bowl record 57 yarder in nine straight in the Super Bowl. How about that? Wow. A record that 55 and then a record that 57. That could have really It looked like it was across the goalposts of the uh, the uprights still going. You know what I mean? It wasn't it the like same thing Aubrey that one. much. Yeah, it looked like he could have gone for <laughs> 65 on that one. But it wasn't very high. <laughs> well, they got touched, didn't it? The, You're talking about the 57 yarder, the 57, I'm, I'm the low one, the low, the low. No, no, trajectory. no, no, no. That was the yeah, the low trajectory. I, I thought that that one uh, was touched. Uh, I don't think so because it 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 had a lot of steam on it. You didn't think that that it was touched? I saw you saw two hands going up. I remember the. the oh replay. no, that was the extra point that got blocked. No, I'm not talking about that. Oh, one you're that talking blocked. about this was a successful. Oh yeah, you're yeah, the, but the it field went goal? it went right past the guy's hand. Oh, so hand. past it. I thought maybe it it, it actually touched. No, it. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, it almost got blocked. It did. That's the point I'm talking it about. So low. Yeah, but it was good. Mm-hmm. So I can understand now. Had they scored, uh, each team scored a touchdown, and if Kansas City had the ball last, it was almost like the two point conversion was like a possession. Because mm-hmm. then, if you just tie it, then they can go down and win sudden death, right? But it would have taken a lot of nerve. <laughs> was there any point besides the mentions of Steve Spagnola? Was there any point, Everson, in this game where you thought of Mickey Spagnola when they showed a shot on the field? 
of something that happened on the field, a no. very obscure thing that happened. It was no. amazing that they had video of it. I did not. When Dre Greenlog runs on the field and tears his Achilles, did you think of Mickey Spagnola then? Because I did. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, I turned. Didn't figure it out initially. Of course, I turned. And then when I saw, when I saw, they, they, we, we ran it back at the house and. I said, that's an Achilles. I immediately immediately said he tore his Achilles. It was not a misstep. It it had to be something. Yeah, Yeah. but it wasn't a misstep, so I'm thinking, no experience. I knew. I knew. (laughs) (laughs) And then when he... he, So I wanted to go ahead and get it out of the way, because otherwise we'd be spending a whole segment on Mickey talking about his Achilles experience. I mean, all you had to do was see what happened, right? Well, he came out. It's almost like he was... In the sprint, coming out of the sprint. He was so excited getting on the field. Yes, he was bouncing, bouncing, and he took off. Mm. And I I didn't see a knee do anything. No. I was looking for something weird. Yeah. And when I uh, finally, for some reason, I didn't think about you. I think I was just so amazed that that it happened. That's how the injury occurred. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, it's crazy, man. And then next thing you know, Randy Gregory's out there playing ball. (laughs) <laughs> that, but that. Dre Greenlaw, that was a big loss for San Francisco. Oh, I mean, he only played 12 snaps in a game mm-hmm. that uh, I think Kansas City had 70-something snaps. I, I thought uh, his replacement did well. I did. Yeah. I thought he did well. I don't know what a difference, how much more he could have done. But he was still out there making some plays. You know, there could have been um, – I'm sure there were um, – plays in the game where they were trying to take advantage mm-hmm. of the backup being on the mm-hmm. field. Right. He did well. He did well. But they did well. Kansas City had to play their backup defensive mm-hmm. tackle, too, yeah. and a backup offensive guard. Mm-hmm. So Randy Gregory played how many snaps here? By the way, Warner's pretty good, but, boy, they got him in coverage and beat him. Mm-hmm. So... You have to challenge people, you, right? You know, don't don't let me just go on reputation. I don't think that's that's. Well, I mean, it's tough when you got to do it. They beat him at the end of the game, and yeah. I think, and I think because I think he played well. I mean, Kelsey the first half of the game had what one catch for yeah. one yard or something yeah. like and that. A lot of, I mean, yeah. and he was I think extremely frustrated. A lot of fits on the side. You know, one of the things that <laughs> I myself don't uh, consider as much as I should is how a player wears down during the course of a game. Mm-hmm. And Fred Warner is not the same cover linebacker in the fourth quarter with 30 seconds left in the mm-hmm. game that he was in the first quarter with 30 well, seconds into the game. that's why you have to go and from so, – you have to use this more later right, in the game right. as opposed to look, looking at your physicality so because looked, you will wear down and you have to anticipate better he as the game goes worn on. worn out at yeah. the end of the game trying to chase oh, Kelsey on the cross, crossing route on the big play that got him down he didn't pace to the 10-yard line. Well, well, and, and the other one that was trying to cover him was Burks, and he 48, and he no well. Chance. There's there's the difference. The, uh, Burks was on the field for 59 plays for Greenlaw, because Greenlaw yeah. got hurt 12 plays. So in. Gregory played 27 snaps and had one tackle. I had almost forgotten he got traded. There. Yeah, that was crazy. I saw him out there. He looked he looked good in his uniform. <laughs> Well, that's been his role throughout his career, really, you know, uh, as a situational pass rusher. So, and now he's got a ring. And he's got a ring. Uh, NFC. No, yeah, he's got a a loser's ring, they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) NFC champion ring. That's not how they put it. That's not how they put it. (laughs) Okay, so for each of you guys, who was the difference maker on. Either Patrick of Mahomes. the teams. <laughs> Patrick Mah- okay, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. You Pat- know what? Patrick? What I'll say is Mahomes' feet was a difference maker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they, they always – Those couple in big runs games, that they always made. are. Nine carries for 66 yards in the game. When – when uh, what was the year when his, he'd broken his leg or whatever? Mm-hmm. He was running his butt off that night. Mm-hmm. So he always does he, – he knows just when to use his feet. I would have to go with – I don't know who defensively, but I just, I just, I was always impressed. I'd like to go with Spagnola. I mean, I, I always thought that he made the difference this year uh, for the, the Kansas City Chiefs. While Mahomes and his receivers were trying to get it together, the defense was holding on. Mm-hmm. And I said before this game, you take Patrick Mahomes with a defense, which is what the, I thought they had this year. I didn't think they were going to lose. I never thought they would lose. I didn't think, and I watched pregame from. 10 o'clock in the morning on 
They didn't talk enough about Kansas City's defense. They gave it lip service. And I said, well, what did they finish? Well, they finished number two in total yards, mm -hmm. and they finished number two in points against. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I went and looked it up. Four of their six regular season losses, 21-20, 21-17, 20-17, and 20-14. So they lost four games um, by a total of uh, 14 points. Not bad. That's what I saw all year hmm. long. That's what I so saw. So they were all close. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, yeah. everybody made so much about the opener. Mm -hmm. Okay, Detroit beat them 21 20. Uh, but they were close. Uh, and in the postseason, um, so they averaged giving up 17.3 during the regular season. And in the postseason, four games, they gave up 15.75. <laughs> that's pretty good. Huh? 15.75. Uh, and would have, and, and no one, when it's all said and done, we always just say Mahomes, right? But it, it I, I got to put your boy in there. I have to put in Spagnola because he is, he has kept them in range all year long, and specifically in key situations, bringing a blitz. Yes, oh uh, boy, nice third down. Yes, play. in fact, that won the Very game. Very timely for blitzes. Yeah, yes. I, I mean the, the receivers open on the right in the right flat. Um, on the, the last offensive snap that mm -hmm. San Francisco turned out had in this game, but um, Purdy couldn't make the throw because there, the guy was on him immediately. Was right in his face. There was right. one where uh, they tried to sneak one up the seams. Mm -hmm. The guy was open in the end zone, but he, the throw had to be made under duress. Mm -hmm. So, no, I was very impressed with their entire scheme, just the way that they uh, – not just it's not just the third down plays. It's the second down plays. Okay, it's second and ten. If they if a guy's wide, you think a guy's going to be open for for and make it a third and two. But no, no, the blitz came. Next thing you know, they they get no uh, no gain on that play, and that's they're looking at third and ten. So they kept them in bad situations. They kept them behind the chains, that's which is not what they did in the first half because they didn't. He had all day in the yeah, pocket. He sure yeah. did. The ball, right? And it, it, but it. But as, they as changed the, the second on, half. It's like, okay. They, yeah, they got closer and closer. We coming it, after you, buddy. Right. The other part of that is now he's been there for five years, Shanahan, I mean, uh, Spagnola has. Mm -hmm. And he has his players that he wants out there. He was talking about through the week that he loves coaching this defense more than any other defense he's coached in his career because how smart the players are. And he I, said, I, he I said it all goes through your Missouri guy. That's right. Bolton, a middle linebacker out of Frisco Lone Star <laughs> High School, who is an academic All-American hey, hey. at uh, Missouri. Now, granted, it was at Missouri. And, so and he had Mickey, 13 Mickey tackles. Been an academic I was going to say, Missouri, he was but, incredible. Also. Yeah, we, we won't bring up academics in Oklahoma, by the way. <laughs> but uh, but he's got, two he's got smart players. And, and that's something Kansas City has to do because of their salary cap situation. Yeah. And it relates to the Cowboys situation here is you better get players on the field that are coachable, that are uh, smart players, uh, that have an understanding of what you're trying to do defensively because uh, – I couldn't, I couldn't name but maybe three players on that defense. Well – their For corners, the yeah, really. That's all I could pl probably name. Their corners the were really good, and they're I think both maybe. Well, Jerry Sneed is and, uh, and that's my guy. And, he's that's my amazing. Guy. And, and that's the McDuffie guy. To me, he has a lot corner. to do with why their secondary right. is so good. Yeah, and, and Trent McDuffie is a, uh, he covers a guy in the slot more than anything, and uh, he was a first round draft pick out of Washington. So what do you think about the, the and then uh, Justin Reed, the what do you think safety about the push? from Stanford? You think they should have called that call the Personal foul when uh, Snead. Oh, he slapped him in slapped the head. Slapped was Debo. I can't remember who can't it was. Remember. But, yeah, but the guy yeah. was was grabbing on his jersey. Right. And yeah. He turned him out. He, he pushed him or something. Yeah. They missed the grab. Yards. Right. I know. Fifteen. That was but huge. It wasn't, he didn't even hit him hard. It was just like. Uh, you know, one thing on that is the when they didn't have to when throw. they slow it down on replay. You can't see how hard he hit him, really. Yeah. You know? And so. It didn't seem so like some, it. It didn't seem. When you slow it down, it's yeah. like that. Yeah. But maybe it was like that. Right. It was know? quickness, but there was no no heavy impact. Right. I thought that was just, hey, guys, right. break it up. Go back to the home. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like the deal uh, in the San Francisco Green Bay game or Detroit game when Trent Williams uh, on the sideline. Yeah. It was basically. 
I think it, was, it may have been a penalty on both teams, yeah. which was offsets. Which is know, what that should have been. Coming off the sideline. Yeah. yeah. Right. If that was the NBA, the guy would have fell down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Yeah>. Flopped. <laughs> or World Cup soccer coming <laughs> yes. in 2026. <laughs> by the way, and by the way, I was glad the officials set the tone on that first drive and let, let Trent Williams get away with all his BS. Oh, over wow. There. False start mm-hmm. and then a hold. Wow. So, did you answer Savannah's question? Oh, I did who's not. Who's your guy? Yeah, who's your standout? Um, Spagnola. <laughs> I would. I mean, I would have said um, McCombs. But here's an interesting one. Pre-game. No, defensively, she said. I thought. Oh, I thought oh. You said no, I just oh, in general. No, yeah, in just general. Because I said general, Mahomes, what was the difference? Spagnola, who was the difference maker? You need someone different, Mickey. Pre-game. <laughs> how about this one? Pre-game on NFL Network, they went around the horn to pick their MVP. And he took holy hell for this. Michael Irvin picked Jawan Jennings. Oh, wow. Interesting. And they're going, what? <laughs> and you know what he was thinking is the corners were going to take out the top two receivers. Mm-hmm. And Jennings was going to get the third guy, and he was going to go crazy. He thought Alvin Harper is going to have a big game. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> the guy throws another a Tennessee guy, by the way, Alvin Harper. I didn't realize pass. how genius he would that have was. been the MVP if they won the <laughs> That's game. That's right. He would have been the MVP. It was a high school quarterback. He was. Juan Jennings. Very yes. good. Bill. So as he threw the pass, I said, I bet he was a high school quarterback. And that was and the worst play for a touchdown I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I how did the ball not get intercepted so going much, back so the other way? Because so much bags. So much. It was designed so well. <laughs> you got two guys out there they're filling around trying to get off a block. The ball's not even thrown yet, and you still can't get off the block. It was just, it was just crazy. And then Bolton, the academic All-American That's from right. Missouri, uh, he guessed outside that McCaffrey was going to run outside, and he took off inside. Well, uh, which is he, one, did what his, he did his job. Right. <laughs> he right. made him go inside, yeah. which was that's wide right. open. Yeah, that's he right. did his job. Yeah. He, he, he captured the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Got it over here, guys. And if you listen to the halftime analysis, they were acting like, Kansas City was way out of the game. No. It's 10, no, to three, it 10 to 3, and it took a freak play to get to 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, double digit. They got to come back from double digit. Well, it was 10 to nothing. Yeah. You score once, it's not double digit. <laughs> I, and yeah. I was amazed that. Go ahead. Double digits are is what the Cowboys fall behind right. in the first half of yeah. games. And it was now, 21 to nothing. First quarter. It wasn't 21 to nothing. We, we right? know about what double-digit deficits yeah. are here, okay? Don't tell us about double-digit deficits. Both quarterbacks <laughs> at halftime ended up with the same amount of passing yards. 123 to 123. Mm-hmm. Oh, and did you know that Patrick Mahomes' 333 yards is the same as the address of the Yes, Olympics? yes. <laughs> so what do we that. make of that? Nothing. Yeah. Thank Nothing. You. <laughs> Here was the best thing that was said after the game. I, I it wasn't even which... the same. It was 33-33. It wasn't even 33. Yeah, it wasn't 33, <laughs> right? Uh, after the game, uh, they were inter- one of the stations was inter- interviewing Andy Reid, and his wife was up there with him, and they were talking about her being, you know, the, the MVP of the family or whatever. And Andy Reid goes, I don't know. She had five kids. And it ruined my body. <laughs> That's funny. Stop. That's funny. I like that. Stop. That's a good. <laughs> he's a nice jokester. Yeah. You, know, you hear him. He's, he's, he's got some zing. By the way. He's like a dry sense of humor. Since he's Bill brought it up, uh, former University of Missouri offensive line coach, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Oh, wow. Well, way back when you were in school. Way back. Uh, Even after you were I in school, you didn't go that far I, back. Back in the <laughs> no one goes 80s, that far probably. back. <laughs> That's okay. right. All right. Uh, as we go to break, I've got a trivia question. Uh, it relates to the Jawan Jennings touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me find the question before I. Again, who was the highest? Who was the highest rated? High school quarterback recruit who played in the Super Bowl yesterday. Who was the highest rated high school quarterback recruit who played in the Super Bowl yesterday? That answer when we come back here on Mix Shots. 
I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like... Well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. Mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, before we get away from it, the trivia question was, who was the highest rated high school quarterback recruit playing in the Super Bowl yesterday? All right, what position does he play now? Uh, I'm not going to give you that hint. Come on, man. Well, I asked Bill what team, and he won't give me that. She asked what team. I said either Kansas City or San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Here's another hint. He's a former Cowboy. He's a former Cowboy. Randy Gregory? Former Cowboy. Is it Ward? Randy Gregory. It's not Shaverius Ward. It's not Ward. It's not Randy Gregory. (laughs) It's not Jake Brindle, the center for the San Francisco 49ers, who is a college free agent here. It is tight end for Kansas City, Blake Bell. The belldozer was the number. He was was the number one rated. He had 10 snaps in the game. (laughs) And he had a huge block on uh, one of the key runs at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. Um he was a number one rated dual threat quarterback out of Wichita, Kansas in 2010. Blaine Gabbert, the former Missouri Tiger, was the number two pro style quarterback recruit in 2008. Okay, so he is the second highest rated. The third highest rated quarterback out coming out of high school in yesterday's game was Sam Darnold, number five overall or number five quarterback in 2015. Jawan Jennings was the fourth highest rated quarterback, number seven in 2015. How much time did you take to look at Brandon Allen, <laughs> San, Francisco third team, San Francisco third team quarterback, Brandon Allen out of Arkansas, was the number eight high school quarterback recruit in 2011. Finally, we get to one, two, three, four, five, the sixth highest rated quarterback coming out of high school that played in the game yesterday. Patrick Patrick Mahomes Mahomes. was number 22 in 2014. And the number seven was Brock Purdy, who was number 36 among quarterbacks coming out in 2018. Did that Mm -hmm. make Bill Jones sports special last night? It did not. Which, by the way, what time did you get? He was waiting to deliver that today. You know what? What time did you get odd? I got on. I got out at eleven forty-five. Okay, eleven forty-five now. And I looked up this trivia question about one fifteen in the morning before I went to bed. My I, guess was going to be <laughs> it was a running quarterback, Debo Samuel. Well, I haven't looked him up. Maybe he was. He I, might don't, be I don't think he was a quarterback. Okay. Anyway, 
there you go. And there's a cowboy connection there. Blake Bell, who was spent one year one as year. a tight end here. And then he got back to Kansas City and started winning more Super as Bowl As fast ranks. as he could. Yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, you, enjoyed the kicking, you enjoyed the kicking game yesterday? The Sorry. kicking game. Mm, just the kicking game alone. The, the kickers were good. They the were kickers very were very good. good. The coverage team was good, the too. special teams Except for Moody missing the great. first extra point of his career. Is that crazy? I mean, come on. It gets blocked. That's, that's, um, that's, well, I think it was kind of low. It was low, but it was a high snap. As Jay Feely pointed out that's on the right. CBS broadcast. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the... But he blamed it on the kicker. 57, 55. He did? Yep. Yeah. Feely did. Yeah. Well, because of the high snap. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're blaming it on the snap. Yeah. As what S- Steve Hoffman taught me, if the ball comes back and it's flat on the ground, the kicker, when the extra point was close, you got to make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse. Got to elevate it quickly. That's right. Get it. Yeah. Um, do you want to do a little update on what's going on here yes. with the Cowboys? And Let's do uh, you that. know, back on Thursday night, it appeared that it was uh, imminent that a new defensive coordinator was going to be named shortly. And here we are Monday morning, and one hasn't been named. Now, uh, I know the NFL teams uh, are basically. Uh, told by the league, let's focus on the Super Bowl, and so there's not going to be a press release. But where, where can you tell us it stands with Mike Zimmer as a defensive coordinator? The last thing I heard was that the contract had not been completed. They needed to cross the T's and dot the I's. Uh, and as of this morning, we still haven't got official word that he's been named the defensive coordinator which I highly endorsed on Wednesday Mm -hmm. in mix shots. Uh, So did Darren Woodson, by the way, who once again again. does not make – before we get to, but I don't want to get into that. Yeah, yeah, but but this one, yeah, we are though. But this one, uh, Zim uh, seemed to be the natural choice to me. and I and I think I said it last week. The natural everybody's and Everson, you made me think about it when you said, "Well, don't they have a young guy up and coming to promote?" Mm-hmm. And my thought on that is, if there's an up and young guy coming, and he's got a secure job, is he going to come somewhere where it's a one year? contract on the head coach mm-hmm. where somebody else he may be working for somebody that's got three four years same thing with joe witt yeah he goes with dan quinn to washington well dan's got to have at least a five-year deal he stays here it's a one-year deal for sure mm-hmm. so a lot more job security so i always thought it would be somebody that uh probably was out of work uh, and that's why Ron Rivera was in on it. Mm-hmm. The other thing that occurred to me is if you if you hire Zim, which is still a, a possibility, can you bring in another guy as the defensive consultant, sort of like they did with George Edwards? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that'll happen, but um, but now uh, they lose Aiden Dirty. Uh, to Seattle as the defensive coordinator, Joe Witt to Washington as the defensive coordinator. What about Al Harris? What's going on with him? He's still here. Okay. And I think, you know, he's a guy that they need to hang on to. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And I don't know if he would get the job as a pass game coordinator. coordinator. Yeah. Which puts you in position, a greater position to be a defensive Defensive coordinator. coordinator. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, the other thing, he seems he, he's earned that. I yeah. think he's earned that sure. possibility. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And and Joe Witt's title was uh, secondary coach, pass game coordinator. Al Harris's title was defensive back coach. Okay. So that's pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cut and dry. We'll see what what happens there. They also lost uh, Sharif Floyd, who was a defensive, young defensive assistant. I think it was. Just this first year. I think Quinn brought him to Washington with him. Um, so those guys were able to get a promotion. Now, what occurred to me, you remember 
how San Francisco took advantage of this, having people promoted to head coach, mm -hmm. and you get an extra draft pick. You get a couple, actually. Yeah, they that's got the, a, that's they that got a 49er bunch. thing, right? Well, well do you, around the league, do you get something when one of your guys gets elevated to a coordinator's I, my, job? My understanding is no. It, it's it's got to be head, head coach, coach or, or general, general manager. manager. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because yeah, I looked that up because I was I thought the same thing. Uh, but it's uh, head coach or defensive coordinator. And you actually get two picks of the third rounder this year and the next year for a head coach. For a head coach. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of where they at on the coaching staff. Uh, so they're going to have to find a defensive line coach uh, and another secondary coach. And uh, – Rex Ryan on ESPN yesterday, uh, he certainly made it sound like, in fact, he flat out said that it's my understanding that uh, Mike Zimmer doesn't have that job so far. I mean, they, and he, <laughs> he, uh, he did uh, say that uh, he went on to say that um, he, he thinks that this Cowboys team, you know, he's been out of work for seven years, whatever, and there's jobs he could have taken, whatever, but he wasn't going to go unless he had a chance to win a Super Bowl. And he th he thinks that this Cowboys team, this defense, is just a tick away from getting over the hump. And uh, he personally called Mike McCarthy, and <laughs> and he said that I want to be your guy, and uh, because and he was touting the the defense and where it is right now and how he thinks that he can uh, do some things to put it over the top. And so, anyway, that's uh, – and apparently the um, people here in Dallas liked what they heard from Rex Ryan, but I, – I just – from a personality standpoint, mm -hmm. I think Zim fits better with Mike McCarthy. And, and McCarthy – probably has he knows Zim just from competing against him uh in the twice N a year NFC for North a number of years yeah and and the Cowboys know Zim um and he's pretty right. good at what he does as a defensive coordinator by the way um I just think that that just seems natural to me if they can get the contract worked out and he you know, and you he, would think that the reason you don't get the contract worked out, I mean, that was Thursday night that Jerry was – and so you have your uh, attorneys looking at it, whatever, and right. so this is the start of the work week on Monday. Now, if it stretches a couple more days, then okay, then maybe there's an issue. And he wasn't totally out of work for two years. He did work as a he worked with Dion. defensive analyst or consultant at Jackson State for mm -hmm. one year. And then Dion brought him into Colorado – uh, to talk to the team, uh, both he and year. both he and Dion's favorite person is Dennis Thurman. That's right. He was uh, Rex loved Dennis Thurman when he was coaching. Yeah, you're talking about Rex Ryan, not oh, Rex okay. Ryan. Yeah. Sorry, Rex Ryan. And, and, and Dennis Thurman was the defensive coordinator for Rex Ryan at Buffalo. And, and in fact, Stephon Gilmore says that uh, he credits Dennis Thurman with uh, turning around or getting his uh, career jump started mm -hmm. a couple of years into it, and he went on and became the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. And he coached, he coached for uh, Dion as well mm -hmm. at Colorado. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, give me the book here. I just want to remind myself. So Bill Parcells gets, and, and well he should, uh, all that credit for uh, the Cowboys turning around in 20, 2005. 2003. Mm -hmm. to get 05, to, I mean, going to a 3-4 defense. Now. Yeah, but he, he in 2003, they got in the playoffs, right? And if I remember correctly... In 2003, the Cowboys' defense was ranked number one under Mike Zimmer. So uh, that one always got lost. And when they were really bad in 2000, they were, uh, they were uh, 19th, 4th, 18th, and then 1st. Uh, and those first three teams were 5 and 11, mm -hmm. but they were playing pretty well defensively. So Zim, Zim is pretty good at what he does, and he's pretty aggressive, and he won't take any S from anybody, mm -hmm. including Micah Parsons. Did uh, 
Okay, we're going to get to the Hall of Fame voting here in the next segment. But as we wrap up this one, did you happen to see what Jordan Love said on Micah Parsons' podcast? Man, last I week? did not, but I what heard did, about what it. What did he say? Micah is very interesting. It was great. I mean, here we are just a couple of weeks after, three weeks after the Packers beat the Cowboys, and here you got the quarterback and the edge rusher, the star player on Cowboys, talking with each other about that game. And Micah's asking Jordan Love, okay, so tell me, what, what did you see? How, what did you do? Uh, what was your strategy against us? What did you see? Whatever. And he said, um, you know, we're looking at your defense, and we knew we needed to run the ball. And, I mean, we we had success before when he wasn't the quarterback. Rodgers was. We had success the year before, able to establish the run. And then he said, and you know, not to start anything up, or but, you know, I'm, we're looking at that defense, and you're, you're playing a DB, a linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And a linebacker. That's a hard call defense. out right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that was, I mean, that was no, no it, secret. No secret, no but secret. it was interesting. To, it's amazing. Actually, we what did we've as been well seeing. They picked what, up. What we've been yeah. seeing the last half of the year, I mean, it, it was so obvious yeah, that I saw it. We can't find the linebacker <laughs> nowhere. Nowhere out there in the, in the universe. That didn't help. No, you the problem say, was he was getting double teamed at defensive end. <laughs> Should have been at linebacker. <laughs> so anyway, I thought that was very, that very interesting. That is yeah. very interesting. Yeah. So, and you can find it out there somewhere. All right. When we come back, we got much more to get to, including the Hall of Fame voting last week. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammersTX, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammersTX. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back, back to mixed shots. Dallas Cowboys Game Time, powered by Lenovo, the official gaming platform and community of the Dallas Cowboys. Sign up now to compete in Fortnite for a chance to win a VIP experience at the 2024 Dallas Cowboys Draft Party. Qualifiers begin on February 24th and run through the 28th. Learn more and register at DallasCowboysGameTime.com. Now, what was that about Fortnite? Say it again. It's a gaming platform so okay. Fortnite, they're going to do a competition to thought, win a vip experience i thought it was interesting um alex smith was talking about patrick mahomes when he came into the league and mm-hmm. credit patrick mahomes last night uh, crediting alex smith uh, for their success and his success because he was able to sit behind him and he was just drafted into a culture of winning and he then took that and, and you know that set the tone for his career but alex smith was talking about patrick mahomes and he said yeah when he came here 
you know, he's a good kid and, you know, he had good study habits, but he played video games way too much. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think he had the video games. He got that out of his, maybe Alex Smith had that effect on Patrick that as a college kid coming, I remember myself, I mean, they didn't have video games back in my day, but I I would sit there for hours playing games or whatever, you know. I think that depending on what you play, some of it can give you some of it can be good. Really good yeah. idea on, on yeah. the concept and what you have to do yeah. as a quarterback or any. If position. you're playing a football game, yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> not <have> Fortnite. To... <laughs> oh, yeah. I got you. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> I remember this is ten or twelve years ago. There was a linebacker here, not named Sean Lee, and he used to post on Twitter how he w- it was during the season. He would post about some video game he's playing. I'm going. Why aren't you studying? And we're getting gassed. Yeah, we're getting gassed right. in the yeah. running game, but you, you're <laughs> not, not helping with and that. And it showed up yeah. on, on game day on the film, too, <laughs> that he couldn't read and react. So, anyway. Uh, all right, the Hall of Fame voting. Talk about a guy who did things the right way throughout his career, Darren Woodson. And uh, he's a finalist for the second straight year, but uh, he does not get that knock on his door. So, the one – and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I understood probably five of the six guys that got selected. Patrick Willis. Was he that good? Uh, okay, let me run down just so to review. Julius Peppers, first ballot. Devin Hester, Dwight Freeney, Andre Johnson, Patrick Willis, and then the senior inductees, Steve McMichael and Randy Gratishar. And by the way, I don't know if you saw the piece that ESPN ran yesterday morning on Steve McMichael. Oh, my God. I mean, there wasn't – there. if you saw that, the, you would not have a dry eye. I mean, yeah. I just had tears rolling down my face after seeing that. And then they came out of it, and, of course, Rex – Ryan was with the Bears. His dad was the defensive coordinator with the Bears when McMichael was playing mm-hmm. the old 46 defense and the 85 Bears. And so he was, as a young guy, hanging around the team a lot and knew what McMichael was all about. And uh, to see him, he's battling in the latter stages of ALS. And, just, oh, it's just rip your heart out. Mm-hmm. And you just you're just so happy that – and uh, the, the, I think it was Richard Dent who called him and uh, on the phone, and he's laying in his bed, and uh, they had the video of him getting the call from Richard Dent that he's going to the Hall of Fame, and you can see, because his mind is still alert. Everything's there. Mm-hmm. It's just his body has deteriorated mm-hmm. so much with this horrible disease. And uh, you could see his reaction of elation when he got the call. And for him to have made it this far where he knows that he's, you know, his culmination of his career, I just I hope he can make it to yeah. – uh, uh, physically, I don't know if it would be hard for him to get to Canton himself. But anyway, but that, as an aside, I mean, uh, it's just an unbelievable story. And uh, that guys on the set couldn't talk after seeing that, uh, really? understandably. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, go back to um, Patrick Willis and Darren Woodson in the debate. Patrick Willis? Yeah, he was good. Was he? Yeah. He, he just didn't have the longevity. He, uh, I'm not saying you, that it's a, it, I agree with it, but, I, it, you know, it's like when I didn't make it that year. I got on the bus, and they're like, oh, man, I thought you made it, because I took my time coming down. I was kind of pissed off, so <laughs> I took my time getting on the bus to go to the NFL Honors thing. And my, my, they said, oh, man, I thought you made it. You should have made it. And I told them on the bus, guys, we all should have made it. You know, everybody's yeah, good. Right. Everybody's yeah. damn good. Yeah. So we all should have made it. You know, so whatever uh, – uh, you know, measurement they're using to keep Woody out, you know, the fact that he's damn good, that goes without saying. The point is, why isn't he in? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, man, that's a, a heck of a story, but, man, you know, there's a lot of people out there hurting. Yeah. And, and probably not, not as bad, yep. and not about trying to compare, yep. Yep. but, you know, we got to go on the merits right now. I mean, if you're going to go on Michael was Michael was a senior candidate. So. Right, right. And, you know, you can pick all kinds of reasons to pick a guy. You know, hell, I gave a dog on kidney, so yep. what? Yep. But I don't mean anything. Yeah. It has nothing to do with, with football. You know, and, and once again, you know, tragedy is all around us at this age. You know, but, you know, what does, does uh, Darren have to 
you know, fall on some type of a tragedy for someone to say, oh, man, let's go ahead and put him in now. Well, pretty soon he's going to start running out of time, his 20 years. I want to say he's only got yeah. four years left on it. I think so. Because his last year was 2003, so five this was years his 15th would have been year of eligibility. How many Super Bowl wins does he have? Three. Three. Yep. Right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> right there. You can, gotta... And then compared to some of these other guys, what are they at? What, what is Willis Leroy at? Butler. Well, I always and, go with Leroy Butler. And, uh, and Patrick Willis, um, he was five-time first-team All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler, All-Decade team of the 2010s. Um, NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, he's got, just as, as Everson said, all these guys have credentials. If right. you become a finalist, you have credentials, credentials good enough man. to get in. Yes. It's just a question of, uh, it's so, just when, when you only put five of the modern-day candidates in each year, there's, you know, and they've had this rule for decades that only five get in. Well, the, team, the league has expanded. There are more players now mm-hmm. than, uh, that are merit can. Uh, Consideration And my point is, how many defensive guys do the Cowboys have in the Hall of Fame? Bob Lilly. Randy. Randy White. Mel Renfro. Chuck Howley. Chuck Howley now. now. Herb Adley. Uh, Will we count him? They don't count him in there. Um, okay. They uh, should. Cliff. Cliff Harris. Mm-hmm. Did I forget anybody? Uh, uh, Charles Haley. Um, okay, so how about let's just look at the now, 90s, wait, let me the finish. 90s Cowboys. Yeah, yeah let me finish. Yeah, Haley me, is it. Haley's mm-hmm. it. Uh, and Darren Woodson has more tackles than anybody else in franchise <laughs> That's history. That's saying a lot. <laughs> more a lot. solo tackles than anybody else in franchise history and is second in special teams tackles. And really? Compared to all <laughs> really? these other guys. I did not yes. know that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Second to Bill Bates. Wow. So That's new. So just put that in context of what he meant to this franchise, mm-hmm. to this organization. And you I, I look I look at the ones that are of his era. You look at I look at the Leroy Butlers. You know, I look at him. Like what did he do that Darren didn't do? Steve Atwater. Atwater was my next one. That's my next one. Like, how are these guys elevated over Woody? I believe Woody's older than they are, right? Uh, they're about. He's fifty-four. About the same. I, I, I thought Woody he, came in in ninety-two. I thought that I thought Woody was always the standard for what a strong safety should play like, and then he even went beyond that. When you're talking about special teams tackles, yeah, and just the the things that once again we bring it up all the time, but. I don't think these young reporters give a damn about the fact that he came down and played okay. the slot as well as and he here's did. The they other, don't even look at those little nuances. Here's on, the other here's thing, the, though. Here's the other thing. I w- went on the NF, uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame website, and they got a list of the 50 people that vote. And I just off the top of my head started counting guys that would have been covering. covering the NFL when Woody was playing for mm-hmm. those 13 years. Mm-hmm. And what was the number? I got to 38 out of 50. And some of them I didn't recognize, so they could have been, but I for sure, 38. So It's not like he's uh, uh, yeah, unknown. Right. right. It's not like there's somebody that's 35 years old voting. So I just don't get it. I'm sorry, guys. Anti-cowboy. The bias is there. You can say what you want to say. And so and this, every time he, he loses, every time he doesn't get in, to me, it just strengthens that theory. So remind me, what is the eligibility going forward? It's the... For him, for, uh, him. for the modern day, you get 20 years of chances mm-hmm. after the, you have to be retired for five years and then your 20-year clock starts from there. And so he's been retired. So 25 years after retired. Yeah. And then you move into mm-hmm. the uh, folks home with Everson. <laughs> 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 then, so that you're was in dark, the, Bell. You're in the, you're right. you're in the senior citizen dumb. class. <laughs> and then the senior citizens like Everson, uh-huh. they get nominated. They, they've actually expanded that a little bit here where they like they had three candidates this year mm-hmm. out of the senior citizens and the uh, contributors. Contributor. Mm-hmm. And uh, before it was just one, and so Everson fell victim to that for a little bit for the first 30 years that he was a senior citizen, and then 
<laughs> Senior. I'm listening to you. I, I envisioning a, a knife in my hand. <laughs> I'm be stabbing you when the show is over. <laughs> I mean, before they called it senior, I think they called it old timers or something like that. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Still accurate. So Woody is four years away now from uh, not being even considered in the modern day. So, it's, it's, And he's it, up it against goes, Rodney Harrison. right? I mean, it, it's a log jam there right now as far as the safety position goes with Rodney Harrison. And who was it? There was one of them. I can't remember who it was. Uh, who was it? Who, who got in this year, I think. He was in a log jam like that, and he just called um, – he just let the committee know that, hey, put that guy in, mm -hmm. okay, the guy he was up against. Mm -hmm. So if we, if Woody said, called and, and said, go ahead, put Rodney Harrison in, that'll clear the log jam, and then Harrison would go in one year, and then Woody would go in the next year, even though Woody deserves to go in before him. But anyway. I do. I think that. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, Deion Sanders couldn't say enough about him. Um it's like, it's like the committee sits there and they say, okay, they're, they're not looking at merit. They're looking at positions. Well, we can't have two safeties go in the That's same so year. That's so stupid. Or we you can't can have, have two wide receivers. You what you want to That's have. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even in the modern day, I don't think there was one defensive back, right? There wasn't a DB. Mm -hmm. So how dare we go without putting a DB mm -hmm. in? I mean, you got all kind of yeah. statements you can make. Right. And and they, they shouldn't call him a safety. It should be defensive DB. back. DB. The guy went in You know what slot. position he'd played now? He'd be playing linebacker. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and the Cowboys, the truth. And the Cowboys would be better I mean, off 200, for it. He was 6'1", 220 pounds playing. I mean, he's yeah. – Move 10. him around. All right. I mean, he literally and, – and which is a testament to his versatility. He could play that position. He can play in the slot. He can play deep safety. He could play all those. You know? And he did. Yeah, right. And he did. Right. Every year – it's like Woody was like, okay, I can all special teams, and Avizano would not take him off special teams. Finally, they moved him to what's the guy way out on the edge, on the kickoff team? With the rush, the nine, the nine uh -huh. spot or whatever. So he's kind of the, the oh, guy, the safety guy. He's the safety. He's basically the safety. That's guy. me. That was yeah, yeah. the safety. Yeah, yeah. The last edge, guy back. You want, he's the guy next to you. You know, he <laughs> covers. He's got everything, and then you just yeah. clean up anything that comes through. Finally, yeah. he pushed him out there. Yeah. But this guy's playing fifty snaps, sixty snaps. A and game. I, the only reason I'm sure Woody didn't really care about that part. You know, kickoff, you kind of get a warm up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when they run down there, you get warm up. Especially these days. Yeah. Just running down the field. Just <laughs> right, that's all it is a warm up. Your ball's going out of the end zone. <laughs> And so you look real good running down the field. And that's, that's why. You get that's why I, I get a kick out of those guys on kickoff coverage. That you know the ball's kicked out of the end zone, and here they yeah, come charging all the way into I'm the end zone. I'm gonna make a difference, oh, damn it! They're see me. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? The ball's been in. The... I, I, thought, I saw that last night. And we made yeah. a joke about it. Everybody yeah. just number thirty one for KC. Right, exactly. He was running like, okay, who is this guy? Where is he going? Well, he sure looks. Good running he did, field. boy. He was yeah. ah. He knew that was his Super Bowl <laughs> yeah, moment. He was going for it. That was his 15 <laughs> seconds of fame. Oh, um, gosh. Oh, I was going to, since you mentioned, um, I don't know if you guys saw this. So it was on CBS. Um, what, that before the pregame stuff started, they did an ode to the original NFL Today yeah, with Brett it. Musburger. It was really you were looking good. live. Yes. Yeah. It was. It and they told the whole story about Jimmy the Greek and Phyllis George, uh, Phyllis George, Cross, Jane Kennedy. It was. Kennedy. It was. Ooh. It was super. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a half hour. Half hour. It could have been longer. I don't know. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. I think Jane Kennedy back was some... like the first black female. Yes, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Irv Cross cool was stuff. the first. Uh, That's right. Uh, Philadelphia Actually, Eagles, former you know, Philadelphia Don Eagles back. Don Perkins, uh, who's in the Cowboys Ring of Honor, he went straight from playing when he retired in '68 or so to a network position. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have to he look that up. He was doing games, I think. Was he doing games? He wasn't. So Irv Cross was the first yeah. in the studio. Um, but I do remember Don Perkins being in the studio some. But was but he was George the, the first female? Yes. yes. Yeah. That was cool. And then Straight she, from Miss America pageant, basically. Yeah. She ended up marrying the governor from Kentucky, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Brown, yeah. uh -huh. John Brown, maybe, or whatever. And then, he, and then she left to do something else, and they hired Jane Kennedy. Hmm. Um, 
and kept her for three or four years and then let her go because Phyllis wanted to come back. Mm -hmm. She wasn't very happy about it. Well, she came to Grambling. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, but we were crazy. <laughs> I was 17 years old. I was like, wow, wow. this is crazy. Jay Giddy. <laughs> Good stuff. And Phyllis George from uh, North Texas. North Texas, yep. right? How That's about right. that? But yeah, it was a, if anybody can find it, Go watch it. It was really good. All right, we got one minute left, but there's a, here's some food for thought as okay. far as the Chiefs are concerned. The Chiefs right now, I think, are where the Cowboys were in 1995 going into 1996. Cowboys had just won back-to-back -back Super Bowls, three Super Bowls in the last four years, and the team was breaking up because free agency had just started, whatever. Well, Kansas City is sitting there. They've won back-to-back -back Super Bowls. They've won three Super Bowls in the last five years. Mahomes about the same age as what Aikman was at that point in his career. And now let's see what Kansas City does going forward. And from a free agency standpoint, they got not only the Mahomes contract, they've got Chris Jones, who's up. Uh, now and keeping this thing together, it's going to be very interesting going forward. If they, how much longer? Even though they've got Patrick Mahomes, because the Cowboys had Troy Aikman once upon a time in mm -hmm. 1995, and uh, it's very difficult to keep this thing together. Mm -hmm. And they need help on their offensive line. And Kelsey is not getting any younger. Yep. By the way, I don't. I know mean, there, there, there's retirement talk about is. him. Yeah. You know, and there's yeah. retirement talk about Andy Reid. And so he put an end to it. It sounded like yes. he well, was I'm not talking back. immediate. Yes, but here I know. In the next, you know, so. It's going to be very interesting. I could care less about what the hell they do. <laughs> what a week of the day. What exactly? <laughs> what are the Cowboys going to do? Let's tune in. I'm done coordinator with, the, with first. Their, As of today, I'm done with their asses. I'm talking about mm -hmm. Cowboys. Tune in February 19th, what? and we'll pick up there. <laughs> that's right. We're and turning so, the leaf that's today. Right. Congratulations to you Dallas Texans, and mm -hmm. it's now the Dallas Cowboys' <laughs> turn. Right. When we come back next time here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?